0: in our lives, and being able to learn how to balance our life in today's society, and uh, uh, implementing those boundaries. We're also going to be talking about God's covenant for you and your family. We're going to be using the books, um, John Eckhart's book. It is titled, God's Covenant with You for Your Family, and we're going to be using um, Dr. Henry McLeod's book, Boundaries, if you want to show them with me what that looks like. And um, we're going to be going from um, every chapter for the next seven weeks. Um, At the end of the sessions, you'll have time for that week to read certain material, and then we'll come back and discuss what we've learned. And we definitely want you to uh, comment, to share the videos, to also... um, Send us emails on how you're implementing those boundaries, how you're allowing um, God's Word to change your life, how you're allowing it to restructure the way that you juggle life as a woman. It's very hard. We have so many hats. And um, boundaries is a very big part of making sure our life works. And we did this session uh, fall season on boundaries a couple years ago, many years ago actually, And um, that's how Wendy and I got together. Um, Break 5 does fall season and uh, spring seasons online um, for many years now. But the um, first one we did for boundaries, Wendy was a part of. And I want her to share with you how implementing boundaries and uh, going through that uh, session for the nine weeks that we did it a couple of years ago, how it impacted her life, how it brought a dramatic change and balance, and not only that, but peace. Wendy, would you like to share?
1: Thank you. I would. Um, I was the type of person, when I started the journey of the Boundaries book, that would say yes to everything because people wanted me to do things for them, and that's just the type of personality I am, or was. I'm not that way anymore, Um, and uh, I found myself involved in so many things that I couldn't really give 100% to any of it, because there was so much going on, and I'm sure many of you can relate to that. Um, I ended up getting my eyes opened through this study, and realizing, hey, you know, um, I actually have control over what I say yes to and what I don't, and then also not feeling bad about saying no, that was the other part of what I had to deal with. and. So if you apply the things that are in this book as we're going through it, it is, you're not going to be the same. You're going to be changed, and it'll be for the better. And, you know Proverbs
0: 4.23 says, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance, and above all that you guard, for out of it flows the springs of life. We want to be women that walk with life, that breathe life, that speak life, and we want the love of God to be the foundation. Of that, but how can we do that when we're constantly spent, when we're constantly spread into 20 different things in a day? Time management is number one key. I know that we're going to talk about a few other things in a few minutes, but right now I want you to think about three time takers that take your time. Just the top of your head, write them down. There's the top three that first come into your thought process. Begin to write those three time takers down. I want you to think about what those are just. Don't think too much. Just write them down. And I want you to realize this. Those top three time takers are what you give entitlement to in your life. They own you. Now are they positive things or are they negative things? Are they priorities? And you have to really weigh when you're doing time management and you look at those three top time takers. What you really desire to be doing as well, if those top three time takers are taking time away from your home, from your family, from your relationships that God has placed in your life, what are you receiving in the end of it? What is the leftover? You know, the body, it reacts physically to stress, and our mind does as well our soul, our emotions, our mind, and our spirit and our body, if they're out of alignment and they're not balanced, we are walking as a toxic person. And at any moment, any trigger, we're going to explode. How many of us as women, I know Wendy and myself, we're we're good friends. We're like best buds. (laughs) So I know she knows when I'm about to explode on something. And she can look at me and say, How many cups of coffee have you had today? How many cups have you had today? If you haven't had your one, you need your one. You know, coffee and Jesus are the same thing. It's just I get a cup of Joe and I get a cup of Jesus and I'm good. So what I'm trying to tell you is this, is your time takers, they have to be able to, um, you have to own your time. The other thing I want you to think about right now, and write these down too, are your top four priorities. They should be different than your time takers to some extent at this point, because that's why you're taking a boundaries class, right? So if your top five your top four priorities are not what you would want them to be, then you need to restructure some things. I know for myself, my top four priorities are God, my faith. Without him, I can't do anyone as my husband. Why is that? Well, after the kids are gone. My husband is still there. And what I put into my marriage is what I'm going to read. My, my is my family, my, my children, and myself. I put that all in one thing because when I'm able to pour into my kids and I'm able to do that, I'm doing that for myself because I enjoy spending time with my children. I enjoy spending time with my the husband. I think thing on my list of priorities is my work, my school ministry. Break five is the last on my list. Why is that? Because if I don't have God first, break five is not going to exist. If I don't have my husband right after God and my family after that, and I don't take care of myself, whatever I do that my branches are reaching out to are not going to bear fruit. I would like to hear from Wendy. What are your top
1: four? Mine are a lot like yours now, but before I was out of whack, girls, let me just tell you, um, I I was t- so concerned about putting, I had it all backwards, you know. Um, it was, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but God was somewhere in the middle, my husband was up top, and the ministry, like, what I do was even coming before the Lord, and it, it was a mess, and now that I've, God sent me on the journey of, hey, you need to straighten up and get this all online, is, it's a lot like Jen's, Um, and, you know, God's first in my life, and um, that includes, uh, you know, whatever He's telling me to do, Um, and then I have my family, because like Jen says, you know, I I didn't really think about this before, but, you know, my son's 15, and soon, he's going to be gone, and, you know, I was so focused on raising my son, making sure he had everything he needed, that I was neglecting things that I shouldn't have been. And so my eyes have been opened that, oh my gosh, I need to continue the relationship that I have with my spouse because it's important, you know, and, um, continue growing that and don't become lackadaisical. Um, and then it's, Um, And then, you know, myself is closely related to my family and then everything else is after that (laughs) That's like at the very bottom, you know, and we get so busy with Everything that we're doing that we don't really stop to think about okay. Where is this fitting on? My priority list
0: and another thing that many years ago. I had to learn how to deal with is scheduling a me day Do you have a me day? I think I do, but I don't. I don't. I it's don't. just whatever day yeah. is going
1: to be that week. For yeah,
0: yeah. I, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. My me day is Fridays. Why is that? Well, it's the end of the week, and everything important should have already been done. Uh-huh. The next thing I want you—learning to say no. It's okay to say no. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Totally is. And <laughs> say no. I mean, I want you to say the word no. Say no. No. And just shout wherever you are because. It's such a liberating word sometimes. We're going to talk about how to learn to delegate. I cannot do all that I do without this girl. I just can't. She does a lot that I need done. I used to do it all myself, but then I took on school full-time. Thank you, Jesus. I'm graduating in three weeks. I'm so happy. But for the last four years, I could not have done what I've been doing without this girl. And she helps me be me, and I allow her to be her. And that helps us work together as a great what team. What we're going to talk about is setting limits. Setting a white fence, a perimeter, white white fence around your heart and around your mind. it goes back to Proverbs 4.23 about guarding your heart and allowing life to flow. About in the next seven weeks, it's God's covenant with you, for you, with you and your family. And this book really changed the way that I was able to um, pray for my family, pray for my marriage, pray for my children, pray for family members that are away. Hebrews 6:13 says, "For when God made His promise to Abraham, He swore by Himself, since He had no one greater." by whom to swear. God swore to himself. And there's no one greater than God. And the word promise there means covenant. He made a covenant. And I want you to think about that. About the promises God has spoken over your life. About the promises God has spoken over your marriage, over your children. Those are covenants that he has spoken. And he can't break those. is between you and God, and something that this book is going to teach you is how to strategically pray for your family, how to pray scriptures over speak your speak and declare scriptures over our family.